Welcome back to another glorious episode of A Spirited Debate. The crew have dusted off the glasses, dropped in some ice, and pulled the corks, and we are ready, as always, to pour a few drinks and find a way to rattle each other's cages. Now, I could give you the same spiel as last year. If you're new to this, hit this, follow that. But you know what? It's now 2021, and we've decided it's a new year, and it's time for some new rules. At the end of the day, follow if that's your thing, like if you want. Fuck it, we're just happy you're listening, and that's all that matters to us. Now, some things will never change, so as our sound guy cues up the music, grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for... Just skip over. I'm trying to contribute to the discussion. It would be wrong. They would absolutely and, and, and I be wrong. If you thought that our debates were going to be any different, then joke's on you. I thought you'd get better. And you guys came with the same shit. We are on our way. Promoted! I'm double fisting, actually. Um, so I thought that was on Friday night. Dad always says you never get better by playing people worse than you. It ain't going to so, take somebody long to get bingo so, here. Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I, debate begin. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to another episode of A Spirited Debate. Same wonderful group, different topics, as we said, new year, new rules. Welcome, gentlemen. How's everybody doing? Good. Doing good, good. Nice job, Thor. We got a big day. Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, or it's Tim the Tatman. That's right. You've that's got a right. Trying to, yeah, you today. Z-Laner, Tim the Tatman. Is that just a common thing they do? I think it's a streamer cool thing to say now okay. is we got ourselves a banger or we got a banger or whatever. whatever. Someone's getting banged today. That's right. Got it. All right. Uh, welcome, gentlemen. Uh, so the topic of the week, we kind of... Uh, flirted with. I know it was late in coming and I apologize for that. It was actually something that was brought to my attention kind of late in the week. And so then I just threw it out there. And the one that we landed on in terms of our topic for today is kind of apropos to the current events, the state of current events in the United States. And so we will, we will dive into that. But very quickly, let's go ahead and get the bartender in here, get our drinks out of the way and find out what everybody is coating their stomachs with to get through this episode all right uh mac i'm gonna let you go first because yeah no I, sir ah, no? you have to wait <laughs> i'm going last <laughs> you've you've been putting it out there and making me wait fine fine then you'll go last okay. you tease that's yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right dr grinchay then we'll rotate to you what are you having today buddy? uh sure man mine's simple enough uh it's coffee with some uh that limited edition red velvet bailey's irish cream and it's oh. it's mooey Mooey tasty. And that's it? I, I even added a little whipped cream because I was feeling like a sassy bitch. <laughs> so you were feeling like you. Wait, yes. is, sa- is sassy bitch on the card? It should be. Okay. I think it's going to be on the next note one. Note to self. <laughs> I was uh, feeling like a silly goose. <laughs> is, it, is it more Bailey's or coffee? No, it's more coffee. It's more no, coffee. is it? Yeah. Okay. What the hell's the fun of that? Uh, hot coffee? Yes. Yes. Okay. Go. Is it cold yes. there today? Uh, it is, it's like windy and yeah. a chilly wind, but like, it looks really nice outside, like clear, sunny. So, so a good day for coffee. If you're like in like the sun, drink. you feel all right. You know, gotcha. as soon as you're not, you're like, mm, mm, okay. Not in the uh, sun. Very nice. All right. Well, I will go next. I was looking for something a little fruity, uh, because I am a sassy bitch. And so, uh, I decided to go with a strawberry lemonade margarita. It's obviously in the fish bowl. I just blended up some frozen strawberries uh, and some lemonade, 
dropped in a few uh, fresh cut lemons and then hit it with a little Terramana tequila. Thank you to The Rock for your tequila. Uh, and then shook all that shit up and threw it in the punch bowl and stuck a straw in it. And that's what I am having, a strawberry lemonade margarita. That's what I am doing. So hey, it is. If, if presentation is 90% of the cell, then uh, I think... Uh, Sold? Yes. <laughs> Except red light, red drink. Uh, we yeah, need, we need a little umbrella. That's the only yeah. thing you're missing. Yeah, yep. That I do not have. I can get a full-size umbrella and just... You know, <laughs> a golf umbrella drink. It would fit. Exactly. All right. Uh, Haas, brother, what are you drinking today, my man? Um, so the app, I did a random uh, rotating thing for the app, and it brought up one. I, I could tell it, like, which main booze I want. I went with... It fell on gin. And uh, I got one called the Desert... Desert Healer, Beef Eater Gin, Cherry Herring, Orange Juice, and Ginger Ale. Wow, that's quite a bit. And it's it's quite tasty. Is it? Going to make the rotation? It may, yep. It very oh. well may. Yep. And and did you make a four-time batch? Or are you of course. Light? Of okay. course. Well, okay. What is this? This isn't Child's Play. This is us. I apologize. I'm sorry. Always a four-times batch. Yeah. Gotcha. And for those of us, for those of you playing at home, uh, when Haas tries new shit with the app, can now be you marked mark off that, your bingo card? Off your bingo card. That's right. Exactly. Uh, I do have a question, Haas, because this was debated earlier today, actually. When you are using the Cock and Balls app, how, how like when you, when you got the app and you downloaded it, what was your process in terms of using the app so that we make sure it's getting used correctly? Because there was some debate that somebody else on this show is not using it correctly. And so I figure I would defer to you for the usage of the app. How do how do I come to the decision of what I'm drinking that day? Well, did like so I, you go ahead? Yeah, I, I think the question became because I you know I went out and got the app as well, but the question is wh- how does the app determine what to present to you? Is it based off of you know previous drinks you've marked? Yeah, is I think it so. Based off like ingredients you put in, or is it just you know? A cruel joke. <laughs> a cruel mistress. Well, it, well I mean, obviously. <laughs> or a little bit of all. Or, or option D. <laughs> it, it, like every every third week, it suggests the Boulevardier. So, of course, it's a cruel. So, it knows your taste. <laughs> Max, like, are you just fucking with me at this point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking app. Well, it's like I asked him about his drink, and, and obviously, I don't know what it is. But I'm like, was it in the app? And he's like, I have no idea. I don't know. So, I'm like, you don't know if it's it's a drink catered to you and i thought that was the kind of the express purpose of the app was whatever the algorithm is and you put stuff in the app in terms of your likes and dislikes or whatever and then it kicks back what it thinks you should be drinking i thought that's what the purpose of the app was well yeah and no uh part all right so you put in the ingredients that you have and then you can rate drinks that you like you can star them and rate drinks you like and i think so a cross section of that is what it will recommend um and then of course you can also choose by liquor type so you can choose like a main liquor and then build upon from there. Mac, are you doing any of that? Are you rating? That drinks? sounds like a lot of work. Okay, so it, that's enough. yeah. See, yeah, see I thought technology in, was supposed to make your life easier. Yeah, Haas is in a committed marriage with his app, and Max over there like like a tender date. flirting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like you. I don't know. I'll Let's go out for another meal and we'll see. <laughs> or grinder, one of the two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, now. Yeah. Depends on your approach. Yeah, I guess. Here. And Haas made this comment months ago. Technology is only there. I mean, it's still the effort you put in. If you're not going to put in the effort, the results are obviously going to vary. And, you know, that's why you always get that disclaimer. Results may vary. Obviously, for you, if you're not putting in the effort, you're never going to know. So, 
I mean, you did invest. Was well, I just got called out. Four ninety nine or something like that. Yeah. Four ninety nine, man. I mean, Hoss will tell you, you invest that fucking money. You better get your money. You better for use it. it. I'm right. Yeah. Uh, not just use it. Use it correctly. Not just open it. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> correctly. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it, Haas. I was just curious because I know you've been using it longer and I wasn't sure he was even using it correctly. So, well, right, here's well, the thing. If it works for what his needs are, then he's using it correctly. I don't think he knows. He's That's, getting out of it what he wants. He's, from it. he's right here. He's in the room. I don't, I don't think don't he knows. <laughs> I don't think he knows. This is awkward. Yes. <laughs> Just like with butt plugs. <laughs> you know? I will take that, that one off the car. You get, you get out of it what you put into it. <laughs> Shit. And well. one more mark see, you, see, you see where you've left us, Mac. You see where, you see where you've let us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you weren't even in the lead, and somehow you let us there. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Cheers to everyone. Mac, fuck you and your drink. Since you didn't want to go first, I don't care what you're drinking at this point. But I anybody? I oh, yeah, fuck, of course. Yeah. It's got to be one in the group. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'm right. splitting the vote. Uh, so, what, what are you drinking? So I did not use the, fuck, I don't even, I can't even think of the name of the actual app now. I know it's not the Cock and Balls app, the Cocktail <laughs> Flow app. Um, I used a different app to get my drink. Uh, it was off Instagram. It was a post that I found from Paul and our friends out at Goat Whiskey. Oh, okay. Um, right. On their site. So, Made a trip out there this morning to pick up a bottle of Reaper whiskey. Yes. <laughs> you yes. lied to me. You yeah, lied to Reaper. me. <laughs> you fucking lied to me. <laughs> so, did you really? I, I did. I did. And I don't want to go too far into it here, but I talked. Uh, Paul wasn't there. I talked to one of the employees, though. They, they've got some pretty cool shit in the works. So definitely okay. something we might want to, you know, revisit and have uh, Paul and some of his employees employees back on to talk about some of their uh, future endeavors here nice uh, really interesting stuff but did you what, did you name drop the show and ask if they listened or no uh, if you Paul was not fine. there yeah paul was not there so uh i did name drop the show i don't believe she had heard of it okay okay um so you know that's okay I was just wondering. Uh, i'm gonna torch the place later tonight so it's not a big deal <laughs> um Paul, if you're listening, that is not kidding. true, Paul. He's kidding. Don't and come I, find me. And we I took that personally. <laughs> exactly. Um, All right. So the Reaper whiskey. You, you don't so, need to go any farther. That's as far as we need to go. We're good. It's going to be fun to watch you drink it. So, and I got the big bottle. They had the little bottles. I said, "Fuck that!" I said, "I'm going to man up. I'm buying the big bottle." And I made a Margaret Reaper. A Reaper. So, so are you saying, technically, are you saying you don't fear the Reaper? Is that what you're saying? I do not at this point, but I have not had any of this yet. So You do not what? I'm About, sorry. You do not what? I do not fear the Reaper. Okay. Yes. The Reaper. Mark yes. that off the bingo card, ladies and gentlemen. Do not fear the Reaper. Um, See, I marked it off mine when Haas said it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So did I. Um, you have not tried it yet, though. I have not tried it yet. It is basically one part Reaper whiskey to three parts whatever margarita mix you want to use. I use the, you know the standard Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville I, mix that I use typically use. But I believe um, I heard you say just a few seconds ago you were manning up. So did you go three parts Reaper, one part margarita mix? No, I think okay. one part Reaper is man enough. Your manly limitations. I mean, your your manly boundaries have limitations is what you're saying. I'm going to feel this coming out just like I'm going to feel it going in. So I was very careful All about right, how much I'm putting that on the bingo card. 
<laughs> so that's what I made a margarita. And it looks really good in the nice fancy glass. How's it taste? Um, that's 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 the million yeah, yeah, dollar question. Wait, is that a salt is it salted and everything? Mm-hmm. He's a sassy bitch. You know his rim is salted. <laughs> <laughs> that's fire. And I gotta tell you, I feel really bad right about <laughs> right about now. You just take take a moment. Take a moment. Because it was a it was a nice young lady that was in there and she basically was the one that was told me she posted this. This was one of her favorite drinks. Um You're not feeling it. No, I'm feeling like a wuss right about now though. Uh it is pretty good. It's got some it's got some kick to it. Hey, um, only the whole rest of the glass to go. you you'll be fine. <laughs> but, no, he's got a shaker the, over there somewhere. <laughs> the remainder of the shaker. Nice. <laughs> okay. Um It's good. I would I would definitely do it again. I would well, not only, double. There would not be a three-part Reaper to one-part Margarita mix, no. though. Well, there's only two of you that can currently do it anyway, so you know it is what it is. Uh, Gringe, you have any of your goat whiskey left, or is that all gone? No, no, that was gone. That was gone. Ran through that one week ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe that's a good sign. Maybe that's. That a was good so sign last year already. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> I hate to bring it up. Why are we looking backwards? You're right. Moving forward. Right. All right. Well, with that being said, you and your Margarita Reaper. Uh, and and your coffee drink, uh, Hoss. What were you drinking again? This thing, cherry liqueur. Desert Desert Healer. Desert Healer. Okay, off the cock f- flow, cock flow, mm-hmm. cocktail flow, cocktail flow, cocktail, cocktail flow. flow app. All right, cheers, gentlemen, to cheers. a good show. Salut, prost. All right, so let's jump into it. Enough, enough playing around. All right, so the topic of the week, uh, based on current events, it was brought to my attention that. It is possible, maybe, uh, that we needed to discuss honesty, truth, uh, n- you know, manipulation, lies, all of it, the whole gamut, with the constant shift in regime here in the United States and, and kind of being burdened with four years of lies and manipulation, manipulation of facts, manipulation of the truth. And, you know, so I was asking, hey, maybe this was a, a, a relevant topic that we should discuss is what does it mean when leadership, specifically leadership, chooses to partake in manipulation of the truth, telling lies, fabricating a situation for, I would assume, and you can correct me about this, is you know either for their own gain or pushing their own agenda or whatever the case may be. What does it mean? And it isn't like, oh, I told my kids, you know, Santa Claus, whatever. You know, it's not like a white lie that you would tell. We're talking, I think, specifically someone in a position of authority, leadership, and, and what it means that they are honest with the constituency, with the populace at large. And by not being that way, what does that ultimately mean? You know, what damage gets done and so forth. Am I correct in assuming that's what you were saying when you brought this topic? Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. So... You know, it, it is something that we have wrestled with for the last few years and with recent events here and the shift in the regime, new president coming right out of the gate saying, you know, I understand this is what's happened for the last four years. I choose to do things differently. I choose to be honest. I choose to be transparent. And it will be that way going forward. God, let's hope that's the case. I was but, about to say, but we're talking about a politician, a career politician. Can exactly. we really believe that transparency and truth are what we're going to get 100% of the time? Well, well, I think it, the the bar has been set so low over the last four years touche. that I think that there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah, and I think 
I think, um, you know, a friend of ours brought up kind of the original thought was like, what, where do you go to find truth? You know, like, do you just assume if it's on the internet, it's gotta be real. You know, if you go to Wikipedia and it's on Wikipedia, is it automatically 100% right? Right. And then you, you know, and then you take that and sort of splice it together with the, you know, I guess what we'll call the norm, which was, you know, with a politician, you're used to spin, you're used to half truths, you know, you're used to withholding information, um, whether it's in the spirit of national defense or something, you know, we've certainly seen scandal, you know, in the past. Um, and then there's full blown, I am outright lying to your face, shamelessly drawing on a map of a hurricane, showing it going somewhere it absolutely is not going using a Sharpie, you know, and 37,000 documented lies during a four-year term in office, you know, like, like (laughs) there was the, the normalcy. And then there's the, what the fuck, where are we now with people who won't even believe basic facts and truth. So let's start with the first question, which is in, in, in truth and lies, uh, honesty, dishonesty, manipulation of facts. What does lying, being deceitful, being manipulative in terms of leadership trickling down the line? Like what, what's the ultimate worst case scenario in that occurring, right? So yes, you can tell white lies. You can say things in terms, you can be vague in terms of defense policies and things like that. But like you're saying, when you are outright openly lying to the camera, lying to the people, lying to the guy standing next to you, like ultimately what, what does that do? What is, I mean, that's, that erodes. you You have a large group of people storm the Capitol building. I mean, that's the end result is, is something are things that you would never have expected to see. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think if you're a diehard, I'm going to believe every effing thing that comes out of your mouth, you know, and maybe, you know, old Herman, Herman Goring back in the day, you know, when it's like the bigger the lie, the more you believe it, um, you end up committing a crime, you know, or, complete erosion of trust and confidence to the point where you're like, I'm not listening to another word. This, this, in this case, this man says, because what's the point? Right. But and, and I, either side is served well, right. You know, right. You commit a crime, but you believe in committing that crime. You don't think it's a crime. You think you're in the right, which we've, we've seen recently. Like I shouldn't be punished. I'm a patriot. I've just been doing what I was told to do in, in the vein of it was the truth. It was the right thing clearly that but where's that disconnect occur like first you have to have the lie but then you also have to have the 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 receiver on the other end going that's got to be true yeah and i think i you know i i i I suspect it's a little before our era i think distrust in the mainstream media was there was a legitimate aspect to that based on you know and again i wasn't alive so Maybe I'm wrong, but my, this is my perception is that kind of back in the Vietnam era when, you know, Lyndon Johnson, there, there wasn't a whole lot of truth coming out. And it was like the Pentagon Papers that finally broke the dam to a degree of what the reality was of going on. But the news, it was believed, was kind of like constantly putting shade on, you know, and coloring what was actually happening. Um, and then I think in that arc when as we've discussed, when news started to become uh, entertainment, 
went to 24 hours. They got to dominate your channel. You got more and more opinion. And then opinion overrode factual discussion to the point where, like, I mean, if you look at the lineup of like some of these news agencies, it's predominantly opinion. You know, well, they, Shepherds, they, yeah, they say that your, your local five o'clock news is actually the best source for factual news nowadays. It's not, you know, the CNNs and Fox Sports, not Fox Sports, but the Fox News Channel. Like you, like you're saying, they're catering to one side. And there's so much more opinion than there are facts in that. Well, I mean, again, like you bring up the Vietnam War, like that was the first war that it was eventually, you know, they saw it came home. It was on TV on the nightly news. We saw footage from Vietnam. <clears throat> Not we, obviously, parents. Uh, so previous to that, all information was disseminated through certain channels. Nowadays, with, like you're saying, 24-7 news, access to the internet, everybody's got a phone camera, a camera, you know, everybody's recording everything. You almost go, how can we be lying? How can lies and manipulations occur when everything's caught on film now? When everything's recorded, it's like, how does that even occur? And yet, you can have somebody stand there and look at the camera and say, A, and you know fucking Z occurred. Well, you can spin any visual effect to, to match what you want it to say. Unfortunately, yeah, you can cut and splice, well, right? Not, that's not, to be taken out of context. Not just that. I remember back in college, I took a statistics class. And the professor got up and said, "You know, with with, with different formulas uh, in statistics, you can make numbers say whatever you want them to say. You right. can totally twist facts around to come to different end results that you want to spin." So. You know, it's no different with information. We just, we just straight information just by, okay, like videos. When, when people come out and they post videos or whatever, you can take snippets of those videos and shit can be taken out of context if you don't have the full length of what the message was. So it's really easy to do, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think we have, right. I think there's a couple of problems tied together there, which is instant snap judgment. You just... There is no patience anymore, even though you have nothing else to go off of. You, you know, in the court of public opinion, trials are already being had when, like you said, you get one video and, and it, there isn't time to go. Can everybody take a breath and let's just, let's see what comes. And, you know, in this case, maybe it's racial justice is the, the, the basic example because there's no belief the truth will come out. Right. So that adds to the, you know, fuel to the fire. But yeah, I mean, you see a snippet, you see outright manipulated information, which I think, you know, many have said with like, as it relates to global warming, you know, how many companies were behind that for years and years that have shaped, you know, scientific data, you know, they're, pay, they're paying scientists. It, and I guess even that I'm like, whatever, you know, if that's what you choose to believe, but to go so far as to like craft a world of like believing in lizard people. You know, I mean, it's no shit. Like, that's what these QAnon fucking whack jobs were thinking. They're lizard people. <laughs> right. I mean, I remember being a kid. My first Marking that down, Haas. Yeah. My <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's not showing. It's not registering up here on my screen. Um, you, you don't have to go far to, to misinform people because people hear what they want to hear. The average person doesn't want to hear that they're wrong. They don't want to believe that they could be wrong because pride and ego get in the way. So it's not even that hard of a sell, quite frankly. Right. 
I remember, uh, again, I was going to say, I remember being a kid. I remember like the first kind of scandal of leadership that I remember was the Iran-Contra scandal and Reagan and Oliver North and watching those fucking uh, trials every night on TV and, you know, Reagan constantly denying any involvement. He had no involvement, which I, I think even the, the simplest minded of individual was like, that's bullshit. Like the, the actions that were occurring that we were hearing about don't occur unless someone in authority and Grinch, you mentioned this, like, you know, when certain things occur from a military's perspective, it's not occurring at a lower level. Like those decisions are getting made at a high level. Right. And I think the larger the decision, the higher the level correct me if I'm wrong, you yeah. know, when you get to that scale, the president is involved on some level. Now you may, again, his advisors, his counsel may give him a certain level of vagueness for plausible deniability, but he knows he has to know you, you wouldn't want certain things occurring unless that man knew or didn't know. That's kind of the continuity of, of leadership. Yeah. And I, you know, and I think not to do, go too far with just that particular one, but you know, part of you is going, well, then why aren't you holding them accountable? Like if it's wrong and it's under your watch, you're the leader. Right. But yet I, you know, in this case, Congress, you know, and whoever was doing the investigations, like we're having to drag justice to light, which instantly makes me suspicious, you know, suspicious of what, <laughs> what the agenda was or the facts. Right. right? And that's the word right there. When you talk about video snippets out of context, articles that like everybody has an agenda when they're approaching something, if it is whatever their particular perspective is, anybody that's posting something like that, they're doing it with an agenda. So you do have to take it with a grain of salt. You have to understand context. That's a huge thing. You get a, you know, 10 second video that comes out of a, a 40 minute thing. It's like, well, what else was said? What else mm -hmm. occurred? You know, and whoever did that is obviously going to have an agenda. The president has an agenda. I don't know what his agenda was for four years. I've still no clue, but manipulating facts, telling lies, manipulating his constituency. I mean, there was an agenda behind it, whatever it was, because everyone approaches something like that with an agenda. And that's part of the problem. Yeah. I said, it's politics. Do we trust the politician? No, because they have an agenda or they got a guy or, or a company behind them who has an agenda. Yeah. And you know, and, and, you sort of assume like the, as we've seen in other situations, you know, you take an anecdote and the anecdote becomes the apply all rule, you know, like let's say, I mean, a politician is backed by a company. They all are right. I mean, they, they have to be by the nature of the cost of running, running for election. It doesn't mean they're beholden to them and they're corrupt. And it doesn't mean members of their staff are just like waiting with bated breath to go, how do we serve this company in every way, shape or form? But it's happened, you know, it's happened, right? You know, it, but we just, you know, that, 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 uh, you know, saying phrase thought just gets planted and it just perpetuates, you know, and, and it's like the idea, like every Congress member gets this for life. Well, you know, if you do some research, no, they don't like you have to serve a certain amount of time to get health care, to get the stipe, you know, get money for life, just like a retirement just because you serve one term doesn't mean you're getting paid the rest of your life to be a member, you know. Right. It's like being in second grade, remember, and you'd sit on the floor in a fucking line and play the telephone game. This person whispers in your ear. And, that, and then by the end of the line, the, the, the truth of what started doesn't even exist anymore. It has just been manipulated because even though you know you heard it and you, you've, two seconds you've turned and you've repeated something slightly different. And then the farther down the line it goes, 
And I think it's the same thing. Somebody somewhere said, well, if they serve in Congress, they get lifetime, whatever. And it's just been pervasive throughout. And it's just like, that's now the thing. And it's like, no, that's not necessarily true. So I, I kind of want to roll this back a second because we kind of we kind of started to go down this path, and I, I think it needs speaks to, be. to the, it speaks to the heart of what we're what, I think what we're trying to talk about today, which is truth and truth and how truth and or deception plays into a part of leadership roles. So the average American, or more than half of average Americans, are so fed up with politicians' lies and deception and non transparency that Trump made it into office. So the current administration now has not only the uphill battle of rolling back all the damage done by the Trump administration and Trump himself rather effortlessly, but they now have to try and change the perception in tandem with all that, change the perception of truth and transparency and how that looks going forward. I'm very intrigued to, to see how they uh, approach this and if they're actually able to be creative and to actually hold themselves accountable in that regard because it's it's, it's unprecedented we're, we're, we're witnessing something in the u.s that we've never had to, to deal with or see before i guess the concern though when you say that is you go oh they're tired of politicians so you're electing a guy that you expect to come forward and go these guys are politicians they're just going to pander and say whatever you want i'm going to be honest life's fucked up you're in a fucked up situation let's find a way to correct it and move forward right but he didn't do that he took what should have been, and I don't think he was the man to do it, but if, if you're going to run based on they're all politicians and I'm Joe Average just like you, right? You want to build it up so that you are running completely different than, than the guy next to you. But he didn't do that. He came out and just did far worse. It's like, yeah, they lie and pander. I'm just going to do it worse. Like, how did that help anybody? You know, I mean, you yeah. expect them, whoever it was, if you're going to run on the platform of I'm not a politician, then don't come forward and be fucking worse than a politician. Well, yeah, but he was only worse because he's non-apologetic. And see, that's the difference. He has no guilt. He has no remorse. You know, he, he, he truly believes he, he, he has all the autonomy that, you know, a 13th or 14th century king or monarch would have had. Like, he, he, like whatever. He doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think the, the dialogue – and we've, you know, and certainly we've talked about this in social media. I mean, the dialogue that corresponded within the social and the media space was a reflection of where we were and where we were going, which was, you know, for years, even if you had somebody from both sides or a panel for discussion, it would devolve into like a, who can make the, the quickest, you know, bullet point or the hardest hitting, you know, whatever, or talk over somebody. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a boring dialogue. You know, because people don't listen to that stuff. They want the fireworks in some cases. It, you know, NPR is almost like, if you listen to NPR, you must be one of those people. Like, oh, what, I like, like, actual, the delivery Fact, of, factual, like. Factual yeah, news that's relevant and, and, to today's know. climate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, all that's going on. Nobody's listening. You grab your handful of talking points that are going to counter anything because you're, you have no mind. And it's it's been proven in psychology over and over again, the harder someone tries to get you to change your mind, the more you double down and commit to the position. No offense. Well, I don't go to news to get fucking excitement. I'll go to a movie uh, for excitement. Well, it, you know, there was, I go to Friday nights. There was, uh, there you go. You know, Friday Henry, nights. Wait yeah. a minute. Is it a normal Henry, Friday night? Henry Kissinger, you know, as I, maybe I've said this before said there used to be a time where in the evening you got your block of news or the morning paper 
and that served as what you discussed through the day. You know, you were kind of more or less at least on the same page of what, what is possibly or likely a fact. And then from there, the conversation moved forward as well, opposed to, like we talked about before, you can't even agree what a fact is. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? At that point, there were only, there were only like a handful of sources of news. So they were all pretty much the same factual information as opposed to what you've got today where everybody has an agenda right. um, and, they're, and they're catering to a specific um, that's a clientele, I guess. Yeah. Internet, yeah, and yeah. I, right. And, and sure, I, I just like the anecdote we're talking about, you applied anything. I'm sure stories got suppressed. I'm sure they got manipulated based on who was behind or who knew who. But that, that doesn't mean every single day it's happening. And that if they said a forest fire happened, it didn't, or it wasn't that acreage or the car. Like, you know, that's the stuff it's like, can we, again, like we talked about the spectrum sliding scale, isn't there somewhere we can land right. to at least start the conversation from? And one thing I think, I guess and I'll throw it out here as a discussion topic. I mean, cause this was part of the reasoning and it's, it's either me saying this or the Reaper whiskey makes me throw up a little bit, but he did bring up a point of, you know, I didn't tell the truth because I was trying to protect the American people. Is there any way that that's a valid point? That's a great is, point. Is I'm there sorry. something that should, is there some information that just is, is maybe too said. much and shouldn't be put out there because it okay. could cause a bigger problem than the information itself. Mac, you, you and I are, are in sync on this because I literally just wrote this down as we were talking. And, and the question I had goes right on the heels of what you're asking, which is as polarized as America is right now, should we even expect or want full truth and transparency from this administration? The, which, which pairs perfectly with what Max asked. Well, I, I, I guess I'll say this coming from a career in the Department of Defense there's unquestionably times uh, information isn't released because it's either classified or it can do harm. And that's, I mean, I think that's one category of thought of, you know, there's, there's probably stories that weren't completely accurate, but it was better to leave them as they were because it would give away far more if you explained why it was wrong. So I think, you know, in the national defense intelligence realm, you know, there, there's a reason they're not doing press conferences every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think for, but, from a national security level, we can all agree, right? But, that, that there, there is certain information that the American public just does not need to know. Yeah. You don't need to know how the sausage is made. You just need to so know the, the end result. But so things like, like the coronavirus. National, yeah, segregate you know? national security out of the equation right. for a myriad of reasons, right? right. But everything else. And, and Mac, it, I... I wanted you to repeat what you said because I think what you said was basically, and I'll paraphrase here, you would lie to protect, right? I mean, it's okay to lie is what is, you're saying. Is, well, my, my question or is, is there okay? a situation where it's okay to lie and or manipulate the truth in the greater good? Who makes the determination about the greater good then? The, I, the, I guess that would be the, the issue The people there. that you have voted to be in charge of that information? And there's a huge question mark at the end of that yeah. statement. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but here's the problem. And, and, you're, and this is what people have done, and they're going to continue to do it. I think maybe subconsciously I did it, but I accepted the ramifications of the situation. I didn't vote for this fucker. But when he got elected and he got sworn in, I accepted him 
as my president. I did right. accept him. And so I accepted whatever job he was going to do. Most people go, well, I didn't vote for this person. He's or that not person. my president. They're not my fucking president. Right. And it's like, well, no. You live in the United States of America. He is your president. Like it or not, he is the president of the United States of America. So yeah. you have to accept it from that standpoint, I think. But, well, but I, I'd say that to say when you said, well, the people that voted for him, that's who expect it. Well, I didn't vote for him, but I don't think that matters for me. He was my president. Right. So I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll use, I'll use the concept of trust within, you know, uh, again, working for the department of defense. We used to say, we, you know, with trust, with authority comes a great deal of responsibility. And I think, you know, stealing a Grinchyism from another podcast, like character matters. And we want to have the mindset of, I have elected you because I believe you're going to have our best interests in mind as you conduct yourself in office, not being illegal, immoral, or unethical. So um, in terms of holding information, withholding, or what you put out, there's, you know, there's some synonymy action going on of like, is a half is only putting out part of the information the same as lying or manipulating. You mean omission? Yeah, omission. Yeah. Um, versus we just simply don't know what to expect. And so we're going to be transparent so you get some sense of where our mind is on this decision so that there is trust. Like you build it up. And, and you know, because every time you make a mistake, you're, you're withdrawing from the trust bank. But the more you continue to perform and show that you are leading the country, in this case, in the right direction, that trust bank gets more and more deposits. Right. And, and again, I mean, you know, similar, you know, because this is the, the latest and greatest big scandal or not really scandal, but issue. You know, if you look back at the coronavirus, you know, all of the information that nobody really knew, right, as this whole thing was unfolding. But you had people, the president included, saying, no, you don't need to wear a mask. But then you have people saying, no, we don't know if you should wear a mask or not. So don't say you shouldn't wear one. Say, we don't know if you should wear one. It can't hurt. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, and, and, it's and I a think, flat out line. Give people, you know, like you said, be transparent. Say, we're, we're, this is new to all of us. We're learning as we go along just like you are. And we're going to give you as much information as we have. And perhaps this is a really good one to use because there's so many obvious points which is, I mean, how refreshing was it to see Dr. Fauci be able to do a press conference that wasn't manipulated by politics? I mean, as far as we know, right? Yeah, or he less even, manipulated. He even said it was incredibly refreshing to let the science speak for itself. And I mean, still to this day, I'm sure all of you are seeing it and dealing with it. People are like, you know, that mess shit doesn't work. I'm like, do, do you know that? I mean, I don't know that it does or it doesn't, but it yeah, can't hurt. And, and my and response to them interest. is, yeah, my response to them is, you're wearing socks, right? <laughs> yeah. How long did they take you to put socks on? Why can't you put a mask on? You know, it, it's just ridiculous. And, and it becomes, and we'll go down, you know, but it becomes a thing of, you're not going to control me and tell me I have to wear a mask. It is, is what a lot of the people typically that are in that camp respond back with well you know it's not about you it's about the 80 year old grandfather that you have that's coming over that if he gets it is going to die right so um let's get back to the topic though because yeah, we can discuss <laughs> so, that i mean just that's a whole other conversation people, right 
So, and, and, and again, I'm just focusing right now on the, the lies and the manipulation because uh, after we break and we come back, I do want to kind of segue into the truth aspect and the differences in that perspective. So, in, in sticking with this, you know, Grinch, you're in a different position or previously were in a different position, right? <clears throat> As ex-military, you should have faith in the truth of uh, the facts, because you're being asked to put your life on the line, to put yourself in harm's way based on those decisions, right? I'm not being asked to do that as a normal human being when I step out my door, right? Military, by and large, that's what you're being asked to do. So you want to be able to trust in your leadership and have faith in your leadership. I will not ask if you did, because that's not relevant, but I believe for this topic, you, you do need that. You need to have that, that just basic, what I'm hearing is accurate, and I, and I have to assume at some point when it wasn't, people probably sat around like, this fucking guy's just off his rocker. But you can't then go, we're not following his orders. Right? Yeah. Not- <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I, I, I subscribe to the fact that the president is commander in chief. I mean, the, it, and it's one of those, if the machine breaks down, we break down, right? You know, like, again, if, if as long as the, legal, if the order is legal, moral, and ethical, you are obligated to follow it. I mean, that's part of your oath when you come into office you swear an oath to the constitution and you will obey the orders of the officers, you know, appointed over you, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I think, you know, back to like the truth, what do you believe in? You know, there were some parallels with Iraq and Afghanistan. Now I, I wholeheartedly disagreed with how we went into Iraq, Iraq, because it, it was poorly thought out. You know, I don't want to relitigate the entire history, but, you know, at the time, Rumsfeld felt like Afghanistan went so quick. Surely this will happen again. We'll be welcomed with open arms, ignored all kinds of intel that said there'd be an insurgency. Here we are, you know, 17, 18 years later going, thanks, with it. thanks for that, right? Um, but, you know, you believe in the mission. That's why you joined. And if you don't, it's an all-volunteer service. Get out. So, I mean, you are not allowed to voice certain things. Like, okay, as a voting citizen, I can vote and do like if I'm taken off the uniform, but I'm a full-time soldier or airman or coast guardsman, et cetera. So I, th- I think that's one realm of like, yes, you want to believe. Um, but it's also, it's knowing your place in that. You know, if I'm a platoon leader and a lieutenant, my place in that is whatever forward operating base I'm at with the mission set I've given. I can't be focused on the strategic. I've got to deal with the tactical. And I guess the you know, I'm rambling here a bit, but you know, the, the, the correlation would be as a citizen, we have, we, we need to believe that the highest level is taking us in the right direction. And the way we participate in that process is we vote and put elected members who we hope have the character to conduct themselves in the best interest of the nation, whether that's in congressional oversight or in the executive branch. So back to Mac's question, do we think that there are situations outside of national security where lying is justified? If it's, you know, employment rates, if it's the stock market, the housing market, education uh, situation, like, are there situations where lying or manipulating finds any benefit for the people? I think it's a lot easier to litigate after the fact. (laughs) You know, because you know the consequence of it, right? I mean, and let's just let's just say for a moment that the president was legitimately concerned with the impact of the economy if it started to freeze up. There's some legit concerns there. 
Um, and I think, you know, we can litigate this in retrospect now that we've got 400,000 dead likely to crack 500,000 more than World War II, you know, like it's pretty insane where we've gotten, but there's, you know, I think that's, that's the problem is we went from, I downplayed it. I put out nothing and then I pretended like it wasn't going to happen. Then I said that was going to go away, which was a, it was a strategy based on hope. And I, I think when I think more and more data started to come in. And so I, I may have gone from, I kind of understand because if you put everybody in a panic, you know, like there, there's risk there. There are consequences there. We've seen, like we saw what happened with commodities, you know, toilet paper, everything like the whole supply chain disrupts as opposed to, okay, enough's enough. We can no longer deny we need to start leading our way through this instead of letting everybody fend for themselves, the states and, you know, locales. But was the initial kind of panic, like you're saying, like the toilet paper and rushing up to buy, like, was that because a lack of information? Like you can give information, you can give very basic information and you can do it in a way that will incite panic. I mean, you, you can, you can yell fire in, in a, in a crowded room, right? Or you can be like, Hey, there's a fire to the person next to you, just tell the person next to you. Like there's way of disseminating information that can be very calming, even when it's just horrible fucking information. And, and then there's a way of just telling the most innocuous thing, but doing it in a way that will incite panic. So it's also the delivery. I mean, and, and so sure. do you think, yeah. do you think that panic occurred because of a lack of information? Yes. Yeah. You know? I so mean, like, it, you know, again, psychology, in the absence of information, you will fill it some way. It's just human nature with not whether it's shit. my neighbor said, or I heard, or I got a friend right. who works at this place and their friend may be a complete jackass, but because they happen to be a nurse, you know, unbeknownst to us, they're a complete QAnon, you know, and, and there, there are a lot right? of right. medical people out <laughs> right. there. And I talked to some of them that, that did not believe that masks were, were going to do any good. They didn't, they honestly didn't even believe in the whole coronavirus thing. So yeah, yeah it, I mean, it, it, it's like, how yeah. can you not believe that in your line of work? That's right. And, and what I want to say is as an elected fucking leader, your instincts are supposed to, your staff and instincts are supposed to tell you how to work through that. That's in what you're paid. Fashion. That's what you're paid to do. That's when your my fellow American speech from the Oval Office happens. Shows up, right. But when you, you when, address it, acknowledge it, and then offer some guidance on how we're going to get through it and what we're going to do. But when you don't listen to your staff, this is what we get, right? That's right. Your staff That's right. tells you what you don't want to hear, you're fired. Right. And like no, you said, you will, you'll fill in the gaps with your own information if, if it's not given to you. I remember being a kid and hanging out with you guys. It'd be two in the morning and I'm not home. And when I get home, my mom go, I thought you were on the, the side of the road dead. Why is that what you thought? It's like, well, because you were supposed to be home at midnight when you didn't show up. I just thought the worst. Why? Yep. You know, but, yeah. and that's what we do. I think as a, as a people, we go, what's the worst shit that can happen? And, that's what's going to happen. And then you look for confirmation bias. Right. And, and I mean, and again, this is a perfect example because as we saw on Fox news, they called it a hoax, right? They said it was a democratic concept, a hoax designed to bring down the government that they've been trying to get out for four years. Well, and it was all going to be gone right after the election. 
Yeah. That's going to be yeah, gone by miraculously go away. Go right. Ahead. I mean, I, you know, we're clearly going from the core question we started with right. to the examples of how fucking stupid he was, you know. Well, and again, that. you know, and I, I don't want to focus on COVID or whatever. And that's why I say like other aspects like going, uh, you know, there are 400 million new jobs. No, dude, that's impossible. Like to just throw out facts that are just so random. And it's like, well, you know, people can fucking search that, right? Like, why but, but would you say just, that? That's his MO. And you can go all the way back to even before he was in office. I mean, he just talks in grandiose superlatives. You know, he doesn't need any facts to back it up. He just figures if I'm loud and boisterous enough, people will believe me. Do you yeah. use that in, in everyday vernacular? Grandiose superlatives. I'm just curious. Yeah, you like that, don't you? That That's going to be on a bingo card. I'm not sure. I'm like, the, wait, reaper, the reaper makes you smart. Uh, well, and I think uh, I, 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 I read an article. Again, it's one article, so it doesn't mean it's right, wrong, or otherwise. But it, it offered the theory from like a sociology perspective that the people who, in this case, follow this man, and it can happen again, cult of personality, it was never about fact checking. Like we would, you know, scream at the sky of like, how can they be this dumb? And they're not dumb. They just don't care because what's being articulated from that office makes their worldview make sense. And it's an alignment. So then again, you just go to your safe spaces of news. You don't have any objective analysis. You just reinforce daily and, Okay, if what he says from that office made your world make sense, then you need to reevaluate your weight, your world. I don't think I said that right. Reevaluate your world, because goddamn, yeah, uh, Haas, you're being awfully quiet. All right, brother. Just listening. I, you know, I, I was just I'm I'm thinking about the ultimate question of truth and leadership and how that affects people, and and the, the, one of the biggest examples of recent matters that really rings uh, home with me is Brexit. Um, how, you know, the British people elected those officials to review the Brexit packet, which was like four inches thick. Most of them, even after they voted, admitted. They never read the whole thing. Some of them well, didn't even read it at all. And, it was and just, I think they, they were, mentioned on it, Trump or on uh, John Oliver that the most Googled thing. The next day. The next day. What is, was, Brexit? What is Brexit? Right. You should probably know and, if you and, voted. And, for anybody, I, I, I'm not sure how tapped in you got. It's it's a big deal that they've left the the European Union, oh, and sure. it's going to have earth shattering. And that's you know, of course, alliteration. But it, it's going to have some serious and, and dire consequences all throughout of Europe, but but primarily throughout Great Britain. Um, and it's it's a clusterfuck. I mean, we we can see it's a clusterfuck because they have any, they just finished negotiating. They lost an entire prime minister, brought in a whack job prime. I mean, it's just all because people couldn't tell the truth. I'm sorry, I didn't read it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is good for us or not. They couldn't do that. They were incapable because of ego and pride. And now look at this shit show that that they're in. But based on what you said here, that's what people did with this, this president four years ago was they knew he wasn't a politician. They didn't know if he was going to be good or bad. They just knew he wasn't a politician and that's why they voted. So I feel like there's a theme here. Right? Yeah. I think, it, I think if, if, if they could have the next day after the election here, people probably would have Googled what, what is Trump's platform? Yeah. And they probably would have yeah. no fucking idea, but they just knew he wasn't a politician. Haas, as you said, well, they knew he was just different. And I think to Grinch's point though, the, the scary thing is though, is he's still, 
talked to, you know, half of the country. I mean, half, you know, his base still to this day, you, you know, you posted a picture. They're still out after he has lost the election rallying for him. Oh, no, no. This is, I mean, it's not just after you lost the election, after the other guy's been inaugurated. Yeah. Right. We got a new president. This isn't a week after well, the election. And, and they right? have not acknowledged it. Right. Um, and, and to roll this back, to, I, I, I know this is a little different because this is the other side of the pond, but the Brexit thing is, is that uh, it, it's been proven that a, a re, the reason why a lot of the politicians who, who voted for Brexit who, to get out of the EU was because they had financial interests that would otherwise uh, have gone to minorities or foreigners, and they didn't want that to happen, so that's why they did it. You know, and and that, and that's another thing. I mean, these politicians lining their pockets and getting you know generational wealth um, off of their lies and deceit. I mean, that that uh, that, that that the outcome, the the result of that is what I find the most disgusting and appalling. And I, you know, I think. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I think just the baseline question that we started with in terms of leadership, honesty, you know, lies and manipulation. I think we all agree here that no, no good comes from, you know, being dishonest, being manipulative, just outright lying, or maybe just, you know, altering the facts just enough, whatever the case may be. Like you're just, you're just going to nudge them a little in a dishonest direction versus outwardly just going, you know, ABC when you know it's not true. So yeah, nothing good comes of that. And I mean, the couple of thoughts I was going to have on that is um, it speaks to the need for free press because who's doing the reading of all this shit in the meantime and the investigating journalism, like we need them. That's why they're so important because hopefully they're serving the public's best interest. Now we know in some totalitarian nations, you have these state media that is only going to broadcast whatever the fuck they're told. But for countries like, you know, the Western the Western countries, Europe, you know, Canada, you, well, parts of South America, maybe, but, you know, like we need that media to hold folks accountable. And so I think that like, it has to work. Like it, you know, I don't, I'm not naive. I know it, it can have issues, but it needs to work to inform the public because like the way you affect the larger system, hopefully is by who you locally stay connected with and vote. And you hope, enough people do that and send the right folks in that the you know, system is held accountable or it holds itself accountable. And it's funny you say that because it's, um, studies have proven that local politics and local law um, will dictate ultimately how things function and work throughout an entire system. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the, 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 the micro uh, um, politics and the micro legal aspects of things will dictate eventually how things function and spread. Um, so you're hundred percent right. I mean, uh, based on everything I've seen, everything I've read, everything I've researched and heard. And so um, if more people got involved in that, but you know, most people don't, most people couldn't name, you know, their local uh, Congress people or assembly people. Most people couldn't don't, you know, in the, in the areas where you do vote for judges, which is whatever they won't, they won't turn out for yeah, that. You're right. You're right. Well, and again, I, I, I mean, can, you, no, please I just say, I can attest numerous times, even though I consider myself somewhat informed, 
trying to know who my local people are. And there are times I'm like, corner, you know, like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like I get to the ballot. I'm like, I don't like, I can have no does idea. it matter? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I will tell you when it does come down to local elections, like the wife and I, we will, we research, I mean, it almost ad nauseum. It's like reading through different articles, different websites. And then again, like you're saying with media, can you trust the website? We had somebody here, they were running for local sheriff's office, running against the incumbent and we're doing the research on them. We didn't like the incumbent. We're doing the research on them. Turns out that a local uh, Scientology company that, that cause Clearwater here is a huge Scientology community. Uh, a Scientology uh, group was backing the guy running against the incumbent. They didn't want him to win. They knew he was probably a loser, but they were backing him because they wanted the incumbent in power. But you're reading all of the material about him. And you're like, okay, the guy sounds good. Sounds like he's doing X, Y, Z. Then you find this article, like the only reason they're backing him is they know he's a loser and they want the incumbent. It's like, well, fuck, you know, I'm thinking about voting for this guy. Now I'm like, if I vote for that dude, that's a throwaway vote because they know he can't win. But you're reading it, believing that this guy is probably in a good position. Sounds like he's got all the credentials and it's like, wait a minute, you know, Grinch, just what you're saying is you need to be able to trust the media. If people in, in England are, are voting for Brexit, was the media not putting out, Hey, this is what Brexit is. If you're not going to go read the 400 pages, let us sum up for you. Sure. You're right. But you know what, who are you, who are you supposed to trust the politicians or the media? Well, that's, go, that's go my to, next point. I mean, yeah, the, mudder, the, the, the waters the have gotten so muddied. On uh, Cambridge Analytica and all the shit they were putting out. I mean, that, that's where they started was Brexit and, and feeding false information. Um, so, you know, that, that's another problem is, you know, social media feeding into, you know, giving this false information and, and in many cases lies. Um, so people don't have the facts that they need to. They think they do because it's, it's oh, well, this is coming up on, you know, my seems feed reputable. from here. It seems reputable. It's got to be true when in fact it's bullshit right Right. well right and it was and it tied into the same ideas of the populism movements and you know some other themes you use a lot of inflammatory language you stoke up emotion so it becomes an emotional issue when it really i mean okay you know it it was i didn't live in the country so maybe i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but you know it was kind of tied to the notion of national pride autonomy kind of getting back control so these yahoos and you know whatever country in europe aren't telling us how we're going to run our country like i get that i mean it does tap into some very basic notions of national pride but it it didn't come coupled but but let me tell you what it's going to cost you you know like like this is complicated because frankly bureaucracy is boring but is it national pride or just isolationism because how do you like i can be proud to be an american but if we're in a let's say like a european union style situation right i can still be proud to be an american irregardless of the fact that we're in a group regardless yes thank you (laughs) you know what i'm saying Um, like regardless are you proud to be a floridian i mean i was born i'm i mean are you proud to be a tampa bayan or clearwaterian i mean you know, I mean, you could drill all the way down to the to the to the the micro of this macro conversation, which is, it, okay. At the end of the day, sure, national pride, regional pride, local municip- municipality pride. But at the end of the day, what's the right thing to do? 
I really wanted to spend more time talking about this, but we are getting a little long in the tooth in terms of our time. So I just want to go around the room real quick. Uh, start with you, Mac. No, Mac, you're going last since you went last on the drink. So uh, we'll start with you, Grinch. This was actually your topic. You Nobody puts baby week. in the corner. That's right. Um, we're technically in, we're all in corners. We're, we're, we're quadrant. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we'll start with you, Grinch. Do, are we entitled to 100% honesty? by leadership and that doesn't matter if it's a politician just leadership are we entitled to 100 percent honesty the question isn't can you handle it or not do you think we're entitled to that no i mean phrasing it that way black or white i mean i i would i would like to reconstruct the question to give the answer i want but you phrased it that way so i'll say no because then there's an agenda, right? If you rephrase the question, you have a specific agenda, like you just said. I want to give the answer well, I want. But the qualifier over there. The, the qualifier is what we've been discussing this whole time, which is if I trust who I elect and I believe they're making judgments based on what's in the best interest of the public, legitimately great moral compass, then my answer is is no. Like they, they're, they're there, they get paid to make decisions on when they need to put certain things out right. now. And there's a difference in saying, but if you're asked, do you not tell the truth or do you lie? Well, and that's the question, right? It's not, it's not, the, the question is not, do you want all the information? It's, it's when you get the information, do you want it honestly? Yeah. I mean, if, if, you know, the press secretary outright gets confronted with a question, no, it would not set well with me to know she maybe withheld something or deliberately lied as opposed to because it's currently under investigation, even though they may already have some indicators of what's going on, you know, we're not commenting at this time. Right. So what you're saying is all things being equal, you don't feel the need to have a hundred percent honesty because you know, the people you're electing are giving you the information they think is in your best interest to have at the time. Okay. All right. Yes. Haas, what about you? Do you think you're entitled to 100% honesty? Or, or uh, I'm sorry, Grinch, what would be the question? Let's phrase the question correctly. If it's in your well, best I, interest. No, I think, you, I think you leave, I mean, it's, a, it's more of a philosophical question. I right. think you leave the question and I'll leave As it to to qualify okay. how he wants. Do you think you're entitled to 100% honesty by the people in leadership? I think it's a case-by-case -case situation. So you're going to allow, also allow them to make a decision about what they think is in your best interest in the information they disseminate to you. It's, it's what we vote them in for and pay them for. And, and in this instance, yes, in this specific instance, it's a case-by-case -case situation. And I personally don't take it personal. If I don't know shit about stealth technology and, and you know, stealth planes and, you know, things that are well above, you know, for a better, lack of better terminology, my pay grade. I, I, so I, we and, pay them for. Right, right. And I think if I ask Mac this question, I'm going to get the same answer. I mean, I think I said at the beginning, like, take national security out of the equation. You have to, right? Because, and you, I only say that because you mentioned stealth technology. Absolutely, I agree with all three of you when it, when it comes to certain things from a defense standpoint, a national security standpoint, that you don't need to know. But that's why I even said it, and we go back and listen to the recording, jobs, but, you know, the stock market, uh, education, like we have, you get lied to about everything. It isn't just okay. national defense. Here's the thing. Uh, in geopolitics, there are a lot of things that the U.S. does and navigates, uh, well, not recently, but will hopefully be doing again soon, 
uh, they will, you know, navigate things in the geopolitical world that most U.S. citizens don't give a shit about, don't understand, can't, you know, don't care about. So I don't think necessarily full transparency is always, I mean, you talked about it earlier with Ollie North and the Iran-Contra scandal. Do you think the average American person either understood what happened over there or understood what was happening in those, uh, in those hearings or even understand what it led to in the Middle East and the current debacle that we're still dealing with there? Absolutely. Uh, no. And I can tell you as a kid growing up, like all three of you, I didn't either, but I knew the president didn't not know. I was old enough to make the connection that sure. that's bullshit. But and that you, was the piece I was talking about. So, so you're going. saying the president at the time had an obligation to turn on and tell the truth about everything that happened when the Ollie North hearings were happening. Of course, but he wasn't going to do that. He wanted to hang somebody else out to dry, not himself. Well, totally exactly. It, it, it's, it's maybe an awkward fit, but I think, you know, the, the Grinchyism for today, and I think this addresses what you're getting at, is actions have consequences. Plain and simple. And so... In this case, the president at the time chose not to divulge certain things or took action in a clandestine manner, and it had consequences. So likewise with these leaders, you know, that's one of the things you tell them is it's like, hey, you can do this, or you can not say that, or you can not divulge this. However, comma, should this come to light or if it gets out in a way you're not controlling or shaping, it may get legs and run out from underneath you. And here we are. Right. Okay. Mac, what about you, brother? That was number two, one, six, nine, three, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't let me tee it up and you just fucking rolled into it. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. I was ready. You're like I'm primed and pumped. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mac, what about you? Are we entitled to the truth? from our yes. leadership. Yes. 100%. We are entitled to the truth. Does that mean we should and always get somebody it? Somebody just got bright eyed and bushy tailed over there. Yeah. Um, now I will say that I don't think we need all the information. There are certain things that, you know, the public maybe doesn't need to know, but if they are going to bring it to the public, they need to be 100% transparent and honest about what they're, what they're putting out there. You can't come up and say, I, I think that's my point, right? I would rather them not say anything at all than lie. Yeah, so you're good by lie by, by omission, just not lying. No, well, that's that's what well that's <laughs> well, what but, but you said. But hold on, because lie by omission is what you said. Hold on, let me backpedal as fast no, no, as I can. No, wait, no, you're good. That's what Grinch said. Grinch was okay with a lie by omission. He said if if they're disseminating information, that's fine. But if a if somebody specifically asks it's, them. Yeah, they're required. If, they're obligated at that point to tell the truth. They're not, not lying. Dangerous. They're just not giving me all the information. Right. But if, yeah, if, if they're going to come out and say, you know, coronavirus is here, they need to give you all the information. Yeah. Um, and I, that, right, that's, yeah. that's my philosophy is because once you've come out and you've lied, your credibility is shot. And so now how am I going to trust you moving on to the next thing, right? I'm going to always think in the back of my mind, and that's where we're at with American politics right now, I think, right? We've been lied to for so long that nobody believes the system and everybody thinks it's broken. And it is kind of broken. But Grinch said, it, it, yes, but the people in power don't care. They just don't care. They'll tell a lie and just not care that they're telling a lie. Because they feel like they're above the law. 
I think they're not somewhere. held it. Well, and you're right. And, and again, well, right, right, right. I mean, as we talked about with our pain threshold, until there's consequence for the action. How is that not on the freaking uh, oh, bingo? It board? is on mine. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Right. I mean, and, and that's the thing is if if the more you get away with it, and the more often there are no consequences, you just keep doing it. Well, and and so at some point you don't even realize you're doing it, right? I mean, it becomes you. It just becomes the way you talk it, and the way you speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will round it out. I believe that we are entitled to a hundred percent honesty, but I will absolutely agree with all of you. I don't think it's necessary all the time. I don't need all the information. If you feel that the information, you're right. I elected you. You're in power because. I believe you are the best person for the job. And if you don't feel that every little thing, all the minutia is something that needs to be sent my way, that's fine. But I would agree with the majority of you that if you are specifically asked, then I think you have an obligation to be honest. I mean, I think if I, again, like I said earlier, if I'm trusting in you and so I elect you, I expect you to have enough trust in me that I can handle the information I'm asking for or I wouldn't be asking. And I think to, to go back to, to something Haas brought up, right? I mean, you know, if we, if we look at it from a stealth technology standpoint, we'll use that as an example. You know, I, it means nothing to me, right? I, I don't need to know about it. I don't need to know how it works. It doesn't impact my day-to-day life. So you don't need to tell me about it. But if I come to you and ask you about it, you need to be truthful to me. That, that's where I stand on it, I guess. Okay. And I'm good with that. That makes sense. All right. Well, you know what, gentlemen? I do appreciate it. This is definitely an interesting endeavor. I, I, and I think that's why we preface the whole thing with, in terms of leadership, like the larger scale of leadership, not parent-child, because yes, we do tell white lies. We do omit information we, you know, because we are trying to protect a, a, a greater good with our kids and all things. And that's why it was like leadership. And, I, and that's why at the very beginning I said, I think we're talking only in terms of roles of larger leadership roles. Because yeah, you get into a lot of gray area when you talk about parent-child and it's easy to go down that, that rabbit hole. So, but, you know, I do appreciate everybody's perspective. Interestingly enough, I think we do all agree on some part that we, we do want that information kind of spoon-fed to us what we can and cannot handle. I think people by and large could probably be okay with truth, but does that mean we need it? No. So as we wrap up there, anybody have any final thoughts? As we wrap things up here, we invite all of our listeners to join the debate by dropping us a line at spirituddebates at gmail.com. You can send in topics you'd like us to debate, drink recipes you'd like us to try, or just general feedback on how to make the show better. And don't forget, you can always follow us on Instagram or Facebook at A Spirited Debate or on Twitter at Spirited Debates. Feel free to press follow, like, subscribe, whatever the fuck you got to do. And if you don't, as I said at the beginning, we're just happy that you're here listening and we hope that you continue. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say, Roast Empire. Salute to Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Such a bad